Welcome to this edition of Salmon Says. I am Salmon, and today we're going to do something a little different. All right, last week I had the things that confuse me. Next week I'll do the second part of things that confuse me or things I don't understand. Today, though, I'm going to get more serious on you, and I'm going to talk to you about how good the Lord is. Now, if you don't think the Lord is good, I am sorry for you. Okay, I'm not going to apologize for the way I feel. Here's what is going on with me, okay? And so, those of you that don't know, a little over a month ago, almost a month and a half ago, I got let go from my radio job where I'd been for five years, okay? It wasn't the best situation for me. I wasn't happy there. Honestly and truly, I can say it's probably a blessing in disguise. Yet, when you get out of radio... In the area I live, you're out, you know, for a while. It's hard to get back in. And especially when you're stuck in a situation where you can't move, okay? You can't relocate. Because on a normal year, without the COVID and the pandemic and the economic stuff that's going on, it's hard enough to find any kind of broadcasting job in this area, okay? And then add another degree of difficulty on top of that with this and everybody's finances are bad and they don't have the money to hire people even if they wanted to. So... I still have this podcast, and I still have you, and I appreciate you listening. So I've really been doing some soul-searching. I've really been doing some kind of pondering, just some wondering what what you know what is next for me. And I, I leave it in the hands of the Lord. I really do. I, I always have. I, I remember my whole life. Anytime I got in any kind of rough situation, whether it was, you know, I was a kid and I was getting picked on or I was having trouble with something, or I would leave it in the hands of the Lord, and every single time he would provide Every single time he has. Now, it may not be the time I want it to happen, you know, and I'm not a patient person. Those who know me, <laughs> I'm not a patient person, and maybe you aren't either, but it's not going to be, it's not in the time that I want it, perhaps, okay? He has a time and a plan and a place for all of us. If you don't believe me, listen to this. Jeremiah 29, 11, okay? This is, ver- this is uh, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and future. Okay, it doesn't say those plans will happen in your timing or my timing when we want them to. But he has a plan. It may take a while. Okay? But it, it, it may take a while. And, you know, I'm a sinner like you. If you say you're not a sinner, then that's a sin yourself. So I've been pondering and I've been wondering and I... And the weird part is, like a week or two before I got canned, and I, I really didn't see it coming. I mean, I I got a, a message one day at, at work, and it, it was a Friday. It was the end of the month uh, on July 31st, and it says, you know, hey, you need to uh, come visit with me. Because I had, I had a meeting about five months before with the suits about things. And anyways, things weren't going good. And I'm a person that says what's on my mind, and if I don't think something's going right... I let them know it, and that's not what they want. They want somebody to just say, yes, sir, yes, sir, I'll do what you say, sir, you know. Um, and I could go on and bad badmouth the company, whatever. That's not going to make me a better person. It's not going to make the situation better, whatever. Like I said, blessing this guy is honestly that I'm out of there. So anyways, I got the email, and it says, okay, meet with us. And I met with him afterwards, and it was the boss and another dude, and they said, okay, you're done. We're going to give you severance, but you're done. And I said, okay. I didn't, uh, I didn't pitch a fit. I didn't do anything. I just said, okay. I shook both their hands and I packed my desk, told my coworker that shared my office who was pretty upset about it because uh, him and I got along really well. And uh, I said, I'm done. And I walked out. 
And so, you know, that was the end of that. So since then, I've been kind of wondering, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, and I've reached out because I've done newspaper over the years. Um, and, you know, I freelance as a journalist. I uh, I do some some photography, which is what I do with my business. You know, Salmon says media. I've, I'm advertising those things. I can do copywriting. I've done you know some voice work on some videos, which I just posted on my on my Facebook page as well for the America Arts Council. I do this podcast, so I've got the broadcasting, the journalism, the photography. I've got the copywriting, um, the audio production. You know, I've got all those things going on, and no place to use them, no outlet to use any of those. So I have to make my own opportunities, which is a whole new avenue for me. Okay, I'm not a marketing person by any means, and. So I decided to go on to Facebook. I know it's against everything I believe in, social media, but that's the way of the world. That's the only way you can get things done nowadays and get the word out there quickly, effectively, and, and virtually free um, is Facebook. And so I've had some results with that. I've been doing some freelance photography, uh, obviously for a local newspaper when they can give me some hours, you know, some stories, that kind of thing. Here you go. But last week I went out on a, on a whim and I took, you know, I took a, I just went on Facebook and said, look, here's a game. There's a triangular between three local high schools. And I said, I'm going to be there taking pictures. If you want pictures of your kid, send me a message. You know, Email me or, or send me a message here on Facebook and let me know, and I'll get pictures of, of your kid. I had one person respond. And they said, yeah, we'd like pictures of our daughter. Number, blah, blah, blah. She plays this position. Okay, cool. So I got those pictures. And anyways, ended up making 50 bucks off of it. They paid me for some of the pictures, which is great. I got some really good shots, if I do say so. I shot pictures of the other two teams as well. Because, you know, we're all in the same area here. I mean, you put it on Facebook, and then you... I'm still determining how to like it, you know, to extend it out to those other families. But then I had another family from the same team as the first girl who wanted pictures as well at the game. The mom approached me and said, hey, would you get pictures of my daughter? That's her right there. Okay, sure. So I got those, and I sent her the proofs yesterday and tonight. This morning she emailed me and said, hey, I want to buy those pictures too. I had a mom last week reach out to me when I was going to be at a football game. Anyways, I was covering for a newspaper and wanted me to take pictures of her son, which I advertised on Facebook. I said, yeah, I'll be here if you want pictures of your football player, you know, let me know. And I got there and I got pictures of her son. The problem is he didn't play an entire snap. He was mostly JV, you know, only came in when they needed him and he never played. I was there until three minutes to the end of the game and he never played. And so I emailed the lady the next morning and I was like, hey, I'm sorry, I got pictures of him, but he never played. She goes, oh, no, that's fine. I'll still take the pictures. And I sent them to her and she loves him and she's paying me for him. So those are all opportunities that I made. But those opportunities were given to me by God. Okay, those were his doings. You know, he he gave me that talent, first of all, to take those pictures, to be able to do that. Okay, he gave me the communication skills that I need to talk to people to, to do that. Um, but he made those opportunities. He, he provided those opportunities to me. Yes, I put the thing out there on Facebook. But, you know, he has control of everything. It's all part of his plan. Uh, this week, I'm going to cover for another newspaper who I've never covered anything for before. I'm going to do a softball story and pictures. And so when you do a softball story and pictures, you got to kind of like take a couple pictures, put the clipboard under your armpit, you know, pull out. Okay, this person grounded out the first. Put it back on your armpit, take a picture, you know. I'm trying to get my pictures early and keep score while I'm doing it. It's a little tougher, but it's it's not impossible. It's a lot easier to do with softball than it is for football, I'll tell you that. Um, and so that's another opportunity that, that, that God gave me, Okay. But I get down on myself because I apply for even regular jobs. People go, oh, why don't you just take a regular job? I tried one job for a week, for a day. I didn't even, I couldn't do it. It was a delivery job. 
and it was wearing tear on my back, and I wasn't I wasn't driving. I was driving with somebody else, and my job was to jump out and deliver the packages and stuff, and it just didn't work for me, okay? God bless those people who can do that. I just couldn't do it in and out of the truck, uh, all that traveling, uh, lifting some packages that were kind of heavy, and I just don't have a good back. I've had surgery on my back, and not something I can physically do. So I tried it today. I didn't work, and there's that. Now, yes, there are warehouse jobs I could take. There are factory jobs I could take. I can't do those. Not physically, mentally. I just cannot be stuck in a box, in a machine, running a machine all day. You know, I'm a people person. I got to be out amongst the people. And I can't, I've done warehouse jobs before, and that's fine. If that's people, that's your bag. That's great. You know, manufacturing jobs, that's great. I have family members that do those, but that is not my thing. I can't do that. It's like I take somebody in my family that does manufacturing. I throw them in front of a microphone and say, here, do a podcast. And I'll be like, uh, yeah. See, so it's the exact same opposite. Yes, you can possibly do it. You could do a podcast, but that's not where your skill set is. So I got down on myself. I got really, really down on myself, and I got very, very sad. And the worst part is about a week or two before I got the axe from the radio station, um, which is my first firing from a radio station. I've been let go from a newspaper before, but that guy let everybody go. Anyways, um, I quit my depre- depression med. My depression med was making me sweat. And I don't know if it was doing much good, so I, you know, weaned myself off of it. Doctor said that was fine. And then about a week or two later, I get fired. And so I'm like, this is probably not the good time to to get fired after I'm not on depression med. Because then I got sad. And I sit at home by myself, you know, which is not a good thing either, because I'm not a good person to sit at home by myself. And this is when the devil starts making his move, right? He's like, oh, yeah, you're down, you're out, you're weak. This is when I'm going to move in. This is his, you know, this is his, his time to move in and, and do bad things to you and and so I was trying to block those out. So here's what I wrote. And for those of you who don't know, I'm working. Um, it'll be published before the end of the year. It's poetry. Some of it's poetry I've written over the last 20 years. Some of it's recently. This is a recent one I wrote uh, within the last month because of my situation. New Start. Okay, here's what it's, it's called, New Start. New Start, a new chapter, some might say. Why does it have to be this way? I know where my talents lie, but no jobs in these fields. Why? Take a temp job, make ends meet. Meanwhile, career takes a back seat. Once I'm out, it's hard to get back in. Why must I walk up this hill again? I have more than paid my dues twofold, not to know what my future may hold. It's a scary thought what might never be. Guess I will just have to wait and see. Keep praying and wait to see if it happens. I hope an opportunity knocks. I'm not napping. Trying to keep my faith and know that he has a plan, but it's the when and where I can't stand. Open this chapter and start anew. Job market and economy not good, it is true. Fingers crossed until they turn blue. Then what am I supposed to do? So there's a poem that I wrote the way I was feeling at that time. Um, I was really down. There was, there was points where I was sitting in the house, in the living room, hard for me to share, on the floor, and I'm just sitting there. I'm thinking, nope, this is exactly what the devil wants me. This is exactly what he wants me to do, just sit here and wallow in my self-pity. So I sent those messages out on Facebook, and I got people to respond. And you may, that may sound like something small. Okay, Everybody posts things on Facebook. But it, it's a start in the right direction, right? It's a start of getting my name out there. And 
And these these moms and parents and dads have been really satisfied with my work, and so maybe that'll spread out. You know, they get some more word out there. Yes, I love doing photography. I'd love to do some more broadcasting stuff as well, because um, that's what I've done. You know, for almost two decades uh, as well as the newspaper and the journalism, and I like doing all that. Some copywriting, some audio production. Uh, I like to do a little bit of all that. But I, in the meantime, you know, I, I'm doing what I can do, and I'm trying to make my own opportunities and. You know, everybody's strapped for cash. There's, there's a million guys that want to help me out as far as, you know, guys that have jobs and, and companies where, you know, hey, we could use another reporter or we could use a broadcaster, but they don't have the money to do it. And that's where the COVID thing comes in. So I keep plugging away. I try to keep the faith where I can. And I saw this today posted on uh, Facebook from a friend's dad. And this is what he posted. It said, God isn't asking you to figure it out. He's asking you to trust that he already has. And it says, can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? You can get an amen off that. Sure, amen, right? And again, it may not be to the time. I was ready two weeks ago to go back to work and something in my skill field. It may not happen for a while. It may not ever happen again. I don't know. You know, that's the scary thing to me is I may never get a job full-time in radio or newspaper or photography or my skill set. This is, I'm not very good at many things. You know, <laughs> I'm a good dad. Um, you know, I can do these, these skill sets. Uh, I used to be a really fast runner, which I still am, but I can't run because my back, um, you know, I know baseball, uh, but I don't have the mechanical abilities. I can't, I could fix a tire. I could change oil. That's about it. You know, I don't have the marketing skills that people do, I can't sell things. I'm just too like, you know, people would be like, I don't want to buy a thing. I'm like, all right, great. Have a good day. You know, I, I don't have that. I don't have a bachelor's degree. I have an associate's degree. I don't have a master's degree. And so yeah, people are like, go back to school. Well, I'm ADD. And so when you go back to school, especially now at my age with ADD, it's like, okay, <laughs> mind wanders enough the way it is. There's no way I'm going to be able to complete another two years of study at 43 years old and my mind would be somewhere else. It's just not going to happen. I can tell you right now. I had a hard time with school when I was in school, and I was 20 years younger. So you just got to keep the faith in the man above. And it's hard to do. Sometimes you just got to give it all up and keep faith in the man above. And that reminds me of this song from a band I used to be in with a guy named Josh. And and I'm Josh. And so we went by Josh and the other guy, and then we went by Simple Truth, and we went by Full Disclosure. Anyways... Josh Follett is his name. He wrote this song, This Is Giving Up. This is the Sam and Says Podcast.
Welcome back to Sam and Sam's podcast. Talking about God is good. Now, I can look at the job situation. I can be like, okay, yeah, I'm not working. You know, I've got people in town pulling for me, keeping their ears open. Of course, there's nothing going to be in this field in a long time. And I keep explaining that to people. It's like, oh, okay, you can just go work at another radio station. I was like, no, it's not. It doesn't work that way. You know, it doesn't work that way on a normal year when there's not a pandemic going on. Radio jobs are like funny plutonium. Once you get one, you hold on to it forever. Somebody has to die to pretty much get one. And now with technology, they're just farming those out, you know, to other markets. Same thing with newspaper. It's like, okay, well, they'll just have part-time people do things instead of full-time people and, and save money that way. And then you put the pandemic on it, and that makes it even worse for us who are trying to find jobs. And there's other guys like me too that have these broadcasting skills and these writing skills and these photography skills that can't find jobs in their fields. And so they're having to do regular jobs. Well, I've even applied for some regular jobs, and I can't hear back from them either. And so the worst part for me is, and if you've heard the podcast, anyways, I've done a project on re- rejection. And that's the worst part for me is I've had so much rejection job-wise in my entire life that I- I'm way over my quota. And so that's where the lines come in in my, in my poet- poetry there in my- <laughs> that I've paid my dues. Because I have. Twofold. All right? I said I have more than paid my dues twofold, not knowing, not know what my future may hold. So I've done that. There's many times I've been at, at, at places and not gotten the promotion, or I've paid my dues and somebody else has gotten the job that just never done the job or barely ever done there, or you know, they kissed up to the boss and they got the job or whatever. There's more jobs that I've care to imagine that I've applied for that I've been qualified for that I've never even heard back from. I applied for a job a couple weeks ago with this online job producing national ads. Like when you go into a restaurant and you hear the, they have their own little radio station or a grocery store or a big box store and they have their own radio playing, you know, welcome to such and such radio at that store. Or those little sweepers that play in between and the commercials that play in between. That would be my job producing those. Okay. I emailed the person two weeks ago and I said, hey, you know, have you guys made a decision on this? So I'm just touching base. You know, I was very nice about it and very kosher and I'm... Yeah, we'll be making a decision this week. We'll be getting a hold of people. Guess what? Never heard anything. Applied for a job last week for a rock station. Be voice tracking. I could do my radio show from home. And send them my ear check. And them I did hear back from the next day. And they said they want to go a different direction. But at least I heard back. Okay, that's the worst thing for me as all is, you know, yes, I get sad I don't get the job. But it gets even worse when you don't acknowledge me at all. All right, just give me an email saying, nope, you know, I don't. I didn't hear back. So that's – in this day and age, there's so much technology. There's, you can't say, hey, I put a letter in the mail and you never got it. You got a rejection letter. You know, Send me an email to say, hey, we went a different direction. Perfect. Done. Move on. You know, I don't get my hopes up. So it's hard. It's hard to leave everything in the hands of God because we know that he's got the plan and we know it's going to happen. It's going to be a good thing because he wants the best for us because he loves us and we love him. But it's, it's hard to focus on that when you've got nothing in your hands right now and you think, okay, well – Here's this. You know, here it is. Pray until something happens. But you know what? It always happens. And it's always for your best interest. We may not understand it now. We may not ever understand it. But he has the plan, and he is in charge. I also want to add that God has put a support team around me of friends and family that uh, that are pulling for me, want the best for me, keeping their ears open and, and uh, suggesting things and doing the best they can to Support me in this time. Yes, everybody, there's somebody out there that's got it worse than I do. Okay, there's somebody that's that's got it worse than I do. And remember that, no matter what your situation in life, there's somebody that's got it worse than you. 
You know, I, I used to know people that were born with cerebral palsy and had a more output, better output on life than people that didn't, and a better outlook on life than people that didn't. I knew, you know, people that had that were dying of cancer and still kept a positive attitude about life in general. So I've got a chin up, you know, chest out, keep a smile on my face, keep on trucking. But in the meantime, be thankful for the glory of God. And that glory portrayed right here in a song that, again, was written by Josh Follett, sang by Josh Follett and myself on percussion. This is a song called Jesus. As we're going to wrap up the Salmon Says here for today. God bless. Without him, it's impossible to